Welcome to Facebook for the Blind, your look at the downfall of Western civilization through the best memes we can find each week. <laughs> anyway, Facebook for the Blind, a show for the uh, visually and Facebook impaired. Uh, and we like to, we started doing this during the pandemic and, you know, time moves weirdly. So we always like to start off with the date and what's going on. Today is Monday, March 8th, 2021. And the big stuff that's happened in the news today is that the Georgia Senate decided to be fascist and just make voting essentially illegal. Uh, the Senate Democrats, and I'd like to add that because I want to give credit where credit is due. And I don't even like Democrats, but the Senate Democrats passed a $1,400 uh, stimulus check for everybody because not a single Republican was involved. So let's stop saying Congress here. Uh, Cuomo is in all kinds of hot water and I am here for it. And uh, cancel culture reached new levels of stupidity in the last week with uh, Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. Oh, I have a meme about that. The potato, uh, not, the, not the books. It's been a time. You want to kick it off with that one? Oh God, where did I put that one even? Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Hold on, oh, I, I just I have too many fucking memes. Oh, I have so many right. memes, I can't uh, even find it. There we go. All right, I can kick it what off a then. Snob. You're awesome. Go for it, sir. All right. So this is from Gina Garrett, uh, from Janelle Camo at Very Bad Llama. I had no idea so many people were so invested in the masculinity of a plastic potato that can store its own eyeballs in its ass. <laughs> Perfect. Very nice. Oh, I did want to. Can we talk about this for a second? Yeah. No, let's not. I'm not ready yet emotionally. Here's the thing. They didn't. They eyeballs? didn't get rid of Mr. Potato Head. No. Or Mrs. Potato Head. They literally they just, just rebranded. And they, 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 there's Mr. Potato Head is still Mr. Potato Head. There's just now this Potato Head with no honorif honorific. And I don't see why that's upsetting fucking anybody. Like, like <laughs> you will gender this potato. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Let's just I just thought, I thought it was such desperate desperation of the manufactured offendedness you know they're all like oh you snowflakes are also offended and it's like a toy company changed a potato head are you freaking kidding me let's just put it this <laughs> way i'm pretty convinced that, at this point i'm convinced that the people who are upset about mr potato head's weird gender crisis and like the venn diagram of these people upset by mr potato head crisis and the people who are upset that they think that like lola bunny from the new space jam movie isn't sexy enough is a circle like that's where I'm kind of at with all that. I, just... I I'll be honest. I kind of misunderstood the whole thing. I thought we were just getting more familiar with Potato Head, and we were dropping the formalities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, hey man, sup, po? We're cool. Just 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 Potato Head. It's fine. Yeah. Sup, P? Oh, thanks, Potato Head. <laughs> right. Sup, P? Back yeah, to the man. point, Mister Mike. Sure, Thank you. Much. Too much effort to say the whole title. That's right. It's shaving two syllables off. I mean, you, I, that is absolutely the right take there, I think. Yeah, we're just close now. <laughs> Not a thing. It has nothing to do with Potato Head's wobbly bits. Why are you bringing that into it? Man, we, really, that. we really should do an outline so I'd be ready to do these things in order. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to do the news and then let us do our like stuff, but... Uh, yeah, all right. I, I'm rethinking this whole show thing every week. 
Look, you bring up a potato head's gender, and I'm going off. You yeah. fucking should have known that. You've known that about me for years. This is true. A lot of gender stuff to talk about. Uh, and I have a good one, and I'm stalling. So, you know, Phil, Phil, stretch. <laughs> oh, I'll just yeah. take over, dude. I there have so many memes. Yeah, no, I'm up. Eric, go for Eric, it. Eric, hit the panic button. <laughs> well, so, uh, this is from at C A I T O Z, Caitlin Johnstone. Oh, yeah. She said, still can't get over the fact that there's a quote unquote queen. She wears a crown and sits on a throne like a fucking Tolkien character. Then a whole commonwealth full of LARPers points at her and says, ooh, it's the queen like a bunch of fucking nerds. (laughs) 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 I would like to point out that my entire life, I found monarchy to be completely ridiculous. Like, how are they still going on with that? I and and It just. Yeah. Oh, hit me. What were you going to say? This, the whole thing going on with that right now, where like they're taking away any status like of the baby because of the fact that they're too concerned about like the skin tone uh, for the royalty. And it's like most of you look like inbred, weird zombie survivors anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're concerned about. Like, get some flavor. Eddie, in there. You'll be okay. Eddie Izzard had a great joke about that, Matt. It's on, I, I think, uh, I'll look it up, which, which album it is. I seriously will, I'll text you. Um, because he said, he's like, royals aren't the most interesting people. He's like, they're not. There's, it's years and years and years and generations of inbreeding. He goes, royals are very, oh, you're a plumber. What on earth is that? There's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot going on, man. Yeah, I don't know. And obviously, and this is what my, this meme points out that I have up right now is, um, it, there's so much racism like you know tied up in all of this but i think the best take i read today said um you can't be anti-racist and pro-royal and and this really explains why this is uh from the daily mail in england and and i'm going to show you a couple of these and what it is is it's two headlines right next to each other uh one of these is uh for kate middleton who is white who is doing the exact same thing that Meghan markle is doing uh, who's black? So I don't exactly know. Is is Megan black? Is she she's like mixed. half black, half white? So, I think it was like I think yeah. it's technically one quarter, but like eh, whatever. Like, well, she's not fucking translucent, so she's too no. black to be royal, as far as the family goes. <laughs> so Carol wins <laughs> Granny War is the first headline. Duke and Duchess of Cambridge will spend second quote private Christmas with the Middleton family rather than joining the Queen at Sandringham. And then the next headline is essentially the same thing, except this time it's Meghan Markle. Doesn't the queen deserve better than this baffling festive absence? Richard K. examines the impact of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's decision not to spend Christmas with the royal family. <laughs> uh, this next one is from The Sun. And on the left, we have pregnant Kate cradles her burgeoning baby bump as she waves to crowds at mental health forum. And then on the very next one, it says, uh, The Sun, same newspaper, Gone Gaga. Meghan Markle's constant bump holding is, quote, just for a photo op, and she should take her baby bump Barbie act down a notch, critics slam. Oh. <laughs> She's a pregnant woman touching her stomach. Yeah. Uh, on the left, Kate's morning sickness cure, Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess. 
And then Megan, in the same paper, Megan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought millennial shame. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Wow. It's nothing is enough. <laughs> All right. Well, as some people may know, WandaVision just recently ended. Oh. And I'm still hurt about it, but it's okay. I'll survive. Um, but I have a couple of gifts that are Agatha that I really, really enjoy. Oh, um, okay. And the first one is Agatha holding the puppy. And it says, and I made that top cancel on you too. And then she's maniacally <laughs> laughing. Um, and the other one is a similar one that's just her saying, and I topped your dad too. And then also oh. maniacally laughing. <laughs> Um, I just enjoyed the energy of those posts just because of the fact that it's just, I, I don't know. I, Agatha was just such a good fucking villain through that whole thing. So I was just like, yes, bring her to gay culture or gay icon. Do it. Yes. This is, uh, this is uh, the only WandaVision meme I brought to the party tonight. But yes, I've also been obsessed with WandaVision. Uh, and it just says how y'all met Bet Paul Bettany versus how I met him. And on the top, it's uh, Paul Bettany as Vision, who looks very cool. And on the bottom, it is Paul Bettany from that that movie that had uh, that hot guy. What's the, what's the name of this movie? Heath, Heath Ledger's in it. But something about a night, a night's tale. And he's playing oh. Jeffrey Chaucer. And he's just naked and dirty, <laughs> standing outside. <laughs> so skinny. <laughs> Nice. Well, I'm. I don't have my meme, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. It's uh, the fight in the library between the two visions, and uh, and it's captioned, and I contain not one ounce of original material. And our friend uh, comedian Brett Erickson posted all the comics after they get out of COVID and get back on stage. <laughs> not one ounce. <laughs> Yeah, it would have worked better with me. Uh, I got another quick WandaVision <laughs> meme, actually, because I just found this one, like, as like as I went to sit back down, I was like, oh, this is good. Um, and it is Wanda talking to White Vision, and she says, if you're really Vision, why are you white? And White Vision says, oh, my God, Wanda, you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm also very pleased about the Mean Girls reference in that, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking over again. Yep. Uh, this isn't about WandaVision, but uh, this is from... All right, first it's it's uh, Chris Bush, Bush for Congress. Uh, I don't know if this is a congressperson or someone running for Congress, but they tweeted, why is a song called WAP, Wet Ass Pussy, not considered inappropriate, but Dr. Seuss is? And at Natalie Shirley replied, She's right. We should remove wet ass pussy from kindergarten curriculums at once. <laughs> <laughs> I saw almost, such a great point. I get into almost identical discussion with somebody and they were just like, why did NPR put, you know, wet ass pussy on their most popular song list of the year for 2020? And that's acceptable. But Dr. Seuss isn't. And I was like, Dr. Seuss had a song <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> I need to read that apparently. What the You're a mean one. <laughs> yeah, this year I was just, I was just it was very strange. 
I mean, you know, we use the we use the metaphor of comparing apples and oranges, but that's like oranges and aircraft carriers. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Uh, this was a, an image that is uh, entitled "Today's Youth" uh, by Christian. Oh, my share. Yeah, there it is. Today's Youth by Christian Bloom, and it shows a massive fire off to the right, you know, stage right, and a little girl, not not you know, you know, typical youth there, you know, got a coat and some pigtails. She's holding a fire hose, and there's no water coming out of it. And she looks backward on the left hand side. We can see an older gentleman uh, who's like kinking the hose and standing on it, preventing the fire from going out. That one was actually extremely popular. A lot of I liked that one. That was a good one. And I thought that that was uh, the representation just based off the jacket and the pigtails was uh, Greta Thunberg. Is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah, I, I almost went and said Greta Thunberg, but I wasn't sure. I think she actually looks even just more typical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think maybe the coat and the pigtails might be kind of like hinting at that kind of stuff and basically just kind of like oh the youth of today are actually trying to do shit and they're being hindered every step of the way yeah i know one of my favorite comments was uh was uh who knew that the youth would have to learn how to shiv to fight fires (laughs) 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 i like that one uh oh i already did that one oh for crap's sake uh and in one other one just just for you michael because i like this see a typical jesus painting he's uh having a smoke and a beer and he says so there i was the only white dude in Jerusalem. <laughs> How dare you? I have the same fucking meme, dude. <laughs> like, I, I pulled that shit off Twitter. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I love it. I it's you, so Jesus. great. All right. It looks like Vegas. Like, what, like, what was that? Uh, what's that? That movie with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Fear and Loathing. Oh, there it is. Fear and Loathing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just there I was. The only white guy in Jerusalem. I think this may be beyond description, but I'm going to attempt it anyway. Um, (laughs) Matt's eyes are all big. (laughs) A friend of mine uh, posted this. This is from a designer who goes by the name of Teenage Stepdad. This is designed to look like either a record album or a box uh, uh, with a toy from the 1980s. The colors are amazing. The Teenage Stepdad bug down in the corner is written in the style of the Kenner logo on all Star Wars toys back in the 70s. Uh, and it says, stay angry forever. And it's a monster truck that actually has claws that can come out of the tires. It's like a phenomenal toy. And it says, inner peace is a fucking delusion. And <laughs> there's a lot of pink in this. It's very Danglo. It's very friendly. It's very, it's very aggressive. I just thought it was well balanced. And um, yeah, I, I want this on a t shirt for my birthday. Hint, 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 hint. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I wasn't planning on getting you anything. Oh, oh, that's even more pure. <laughs> All right. Um, hashtag more gay shit. Here we go. Um, this is from Kayla Cottingham at Peculiar. Tia? I don't know. Peculiar T, I think. Um, and it's just subtle pride pins. And she says, in what world is this subtle? Because it's two pairs of rainbow scissors interlocked together in a scissoring motion. Um, and I kind of have to agree with Kayla on this one because I'm not certain exactly how that's supposed to be subtle either. <laughs> um, but I just really enjoyed that one. Um, I also have, oh, I hope shit. the girl who used to hiss at people in middle school is doing well. 
Um, <laughs> I think we all had one of those, or maybe we were that person. I don't know. Like, like I hope she's doing well. I have her on Facebook. I think she's married with like three kids now. She's doing good. Um, it was. <laughs> And then my last one is as we're moving into warmer climate, it's like, hi, my name is Anxiety at This Is Mine Now K. Uh, seasonal depression seems fake until it's randomly 50 degrees in March and you feel like you just took a party drug. <laughs> um, and that was me today when I finally had my first hour lunch at my new job and I like walked down to the coffee shop and I was like, I could fucking do anything right now. This is fucking cool. Yeah. How are you, random stranger? Sorry, I don't carry cash, random homeless guy. I'll get you on the way back. Like... <laughs> nice there's a lot a lot a lot of stuff uh on this week all over facebook and twitter at least on mine about uh like working class pride and stuff and uh fighting for minimum wage and stuff so this is from olive brinker olive ray brinker uh minimum wage minimum wage jobs are obviously made for high schoolers which is why every fast food place and grocery stores close 7 a.m to 3 p.m monday through friday hell yeah (laughs) gregor samza awoke one morning to find himself transformed into a gigantic insect but because of the lockdown his life carried on pretty much unchanged (laughs) just a cartoon of an enormous roach with a cell phone laptop in his apartment uh, and a beautiful Kafka reference, man. That's that's like one of the most iconic first lines in you know history. I love it. I was, I was so happy. <laughs> As a librarian, <laughs> the literary references they get me in the fields, man. Yeah. I'm taking back the steering wheel because I wasn't done. This is I from know. Mike Anthony. I think he really hit this one on the head. He says, "Buy a man, eat fish. He day, teach fish man." to a lifetime (laughs) man i'll be honest with you this i read this first when i was like just a little bit higher than i wanted to be like i was not i wasn't scared but i wasn't not scared of how high i was (laughs) and i read this like i thought i was losing my fucking mind (laughs) and finally i realized mike anthony has jokes uh this is the last one i'll share and i'll hand hand off the uh Rains again. This is the old trolley. This is a picture of the old trolley problem in uh, ethics. It's usually in utilitarian ethics or something. I don't know. So um, the there's two tracks that can go down. One, it's going to cross uh, five people who are tied up and on the tracks. The other path that'll cross one person uh, who is tied to the tracks. There's a picture of a man who has the lever and he's going to be the, the one to decide. And then there's the trolley and there's thought bubbles coming from everywhere and um all the people on the tracks the guy holding the lever and even some people we can't see who are on the trolley and they're all thinking the same thing and what they're thinking is i am the most fuckable person in this trolley problem (laughs) (laughs) and i love it my favorite is that the guy who's getting ready to throw the switch that's what he's thinking about (laughs) right now I'm gonna fuck a bunch of people up, but um, I gotta say I gotta take over just for a second because no, I, I saw the permutation of this. Because I've seen a lot of trolley problems, but today was one that I was pretty stunned by. Uh, this one just had the trolley rolling over all the people. There is no sidetrack at all, and the guy on the side with the lever just says pulling the lever changes the color of the trolley from red to blue. Oh, <laughs> oh. shit. <laughs> 
I know it hurt. Wow. I was like, that's a little little harsh, but I'm angry. Mm. And also only during the month of June when it's gay pride month, the trolley becomes rainbow and then it switches Uh, back. That's right. (laughs) Um, So we're talking about life stuff a little bit here. This is from Toy Story something. I can't remember which one, Um, but it's a one-armed toy yelling at Jesse, the cowgirl says, Jesse, listen to me. Remember your training. And she says, but I don't have any training. And someone comments, this is basically what it's like to be an adult. Uh, <laughs> and it's very accurate. I really wish someone would have taught me how credit works. Uh, <laughs> it been great. Uh, my credit score is not doing bad now, but it took a while. Uh, then on things of we don't know what we're doing, it's a kid reading something they called as labeled as sex manual. And it says, ancient Greek sailors, when the hot mermaid they found unhinges their jaw and starts eating them. <laughs> and he says, did I miss a page? Um, because, I mean, you know, if, if you were expecting sweet hot mermaid sex, that's not exactly what you were probably signed up for. <laughs> nice. Nice. I don't know if you guys know the, uh, the uh, cardinal. The first, first rule of jokes is that you are not supposed to explain a joke. And I posted this one and I had questions. And I'll tell you what, boys, I was proud of myself because I resisted all urge to answer them. This had uh, the rings, the six rings from your, your six packs, you know, the plastic rings. It says, do not throw these away. Instead, and it shows putting them into an envelope, mail them. It shows the address to Mitch McConnell. And uh, a lot of people laughed at this. And a lot of people, ha- I don't know if they don't know what those rings are famous for or what McConnell's <laughs> famous for. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm serious, man. You, you boys are doing it right now. You started to formulate an answer. Stop. Stop. It was Never so hard. Oh, my God. Like, it's so hard not to just like, oh, please, come Never on. Joke. Eric, I have a confession to make about this, about this particular meme. Oh, no. I read this at work. I was really busy, and I just, you know, had like, 30 seconds and I, I open up Facebook and I see this meme and then I closed Facebook and I was like, <laughs> yeah, mail those to Mitch McConnell. And I didn't, I didn't, it didn't like sink in though. Like I didn't get it, but I was so busy. I didn't realize that I didn't get it. And then later tonight I was searching the internet for this meme because it just hit me <laughs> like a ton of bricks. <laughs> like, Oh my God, it's so fucking obvious. And I was like, oh shit, I want to I wanna grab that beam to share it. And when I finally found it, I saw it was yours. And I was like, oh yeah, that's where I thought that was going to be on the show. <laughs> but yeah, this one took all day for me to get it, buddy. Like Ooh. I just, it is, I don't know why. It's not tricky, but, but I, I, had yeah, to, I, I had to look first. away. I had a buddy and he, he, I had a buddy who was in an engagement. He was educating the person and I was just like, look away, don't step in there, just stay away. And then like, I mean, it just kept going. I still don't understand why McConnell. I'm like, oh, my God in heaven. Um, This one's, uh, I thought of Matt. Uh, This is uh, Jersey Mike sub. How do you top your sub? (laughs) The only response is blocked, blocked, blocked. You are all blocked. None of you are free of sin. (laughs) I almost tried to find that one, but I couldn't find where I sent it. And... I just, I read that and just like started cry laughing in my living room. 
awesome. Dude, I wonder if this is real. I, I thought earlier today and I, and I almost went back. I started to go to Jersey Mike's page to see if this was a real tweet. And then I saw the date was 2014. And I was like, fuck that, man. I'm not digging that deep. <laughs> nice. How do you top your sub? Like, Customize would have been a much better word right there. Not, not even just like, how do you like your sandwich? Like, even then it, you're probably yeah, right. to get someone it's going to be like with my dick inside it. But at least <laughs> back, back in the, the age yeah. days of 2014, this thing got 29,000 retweets. <laughs> That's like a million tweets oh, man. a day. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Oh, uh, I just want to do this because I'm hopefully stealing it from Michael. Uh, <laughs> should I add a little fish symbol to the corner of my landscaping company's logo, Jesus? And Jesus says, to what end, Carl? Well, obviously, so people will know they're dealing with a Christian company. And Jesus says, let's leave it off and see if they can figure it out by your workmanship, work ethic, and honesty instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no fucking shit. I see yeah, the Jesus fist and but, I just swerve. This guy, this guy did not answer honestly. What he should have said is like, so I can corner the like bigoted Christian market, obviously, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know if it's Such my an turn, untapped market, too. <laughs> right. So uh, this one belongs with the last round, but I'm going to read it anyway because it's perfect. It's from at Kai underscore Newkirk. How can a worker be both essential and unworthy of a living wage? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from my good friend, Steve Gerard. He gets shared on this show by me a lot uh, today. Or is this today? No, on the 5th, he wrote, smoking weed is a great, great way to remember you were kind of a jerk to a guy in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I I love I loved this one because man I felt this deeply. <laughs> uh, that's that shit that like I'll just be in bed right, and it'll be like eleven o'clock, and I'm like trying to go to sleep, and I just think of those like embarrassing, awful moments from high school, where I'm like, oh my god, I need to message them on Facebook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, I know, God, it's bad. Uh, this one I I I saw this one in a in a Facebook argument. Uh, about grammar but this was uh one of my friends posted this at another one of my friends it's just uh it looks like it's a mosaic done in tile and it says weird hill weird hill to die on but at least you're dead (laughs) 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 i thought that was such a bitchy response man we're still to die on but at least you're dead and i love that too because that could be such a nice pattern like i would have that in my fucking house like i'm already expecting someone to make me i have someone who does like this like that string art stuff i can't remember what it's called but they're gonna put it in rainbow font and it's gonna say this is not a crack house it's a crack home and really uh, font. right Cross yeah, nice work cross stitch all right i um have i fucking loved this one this was one of those that also caught me in the middle of my living room this is from i'm jocelyn at gold deluxe chats uh birds do it bees do it even educated fleas do it let's do it let's go hurtling straight into a sliding glass door and die (laughs) 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 and uh copper badge said i laughed suddenly and loudly in my cubicle at work Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a little unfortunate for them um where did my other one go oh yeah this was funny and i just enjoyed it 
This is Kermit the Frog sipping tea meme. It says, hello, kids. Violence is not the answer. It's the solution. It's time to commit a felony. And it's him <laughs> gunning down all the Muppets. <laughs> a little traumatized. <laughs> By the pun or the picture? I mean, like, you have to be specific. God, first potato head, then Kermit. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Coming for your childhood, Eric. Why do you keep peeing on my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find the meme. Did you see the meme that was just like, man, I'm really sorry. You see all these people saying that Mr. Potato had ruined their, and Dr. Seuss ruined their childhood because my childhood was ruined by like alcoholism and neglect. He goes, but no, I'm really sorry about the potato thing for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tough break, all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost all track. Is it me? Yeah. All right. No, I'm going to go. Let me go, Eric. Yeah, yeah, go, go. And I, I got three memes left. Uh, this this blew me away. Uh, it's a woman who's wearing blonde, or who's wearing glasses, and she has blonde hair, and uh, she looks like her name's Karen, but it's actually Rebecca Friedrichs, a conservative Christian activist. And she says, we're giving children free health care. We're giving them free food, free Emotional support, that's dangerous. That's communism when you think about it. Oh, man. Just to recap, this conservative Christian activist, Rebecca Friedrichs, we're giving children free health care, free food, free emotional support, and that is dangerous. That's communism when you think about it. Empathios.com, uh, their headline, Empathios is a, is a like, left of center uh, Christian magazine. He says, Fox News guest, children don't deserve free food because that's communism. Uh, this is a little cartoon from Sea Bangs Now, and uh, it's fantastic. It's a picture of a church and a church house with like a halo over it and a cross at the top, but the church is painted in red, white, and blue like oh. old glory. The first panel says, it is time to go. And you see the hand of death reaching toward the church, the American church. And the American church says, was I a good church? And death says, no. And then the final panel is just death walking away. <laughs> and honestly, every time I hear, I'm, I am a, a minister. And every time I hear people talking about like how, rates of like people who identify as Christian and rates of people who identify as evangelical is on the decline. I, I don't feel the same sadness they feel. I would be sad if Christianity were dying, but that's not what's dying here. Like this is, it's this nationalistic fucking religion that is, you know, I think finally coming to an end. Yeah. Or at least winding down. As someone who grew up forcibly Catholic because not like I had a say in it necessarily and it was Irish sure. Catholic uh it was like rough because like your boy used to be like a youth minister and was like super involved in the church and everything like that and then I came out of the closet and they were just like ooh yeah bad move right. my dude and I was like that's bullshit he has a rainbow scarf that he wears sometimes on certain ceremonies uh. fuck you mean it's a bad move and yeah, so that was about the end of my my romance with the church, right about there. Well, Matt, I think that uh, you you break you make an amazing point, and that's that like 
we're, we're in this really, uh, I wish it was a new time, but it's not. And that's where secular society is more morally sound than the ethics of the church. And this, I, the re, I almost said this is new territory, but it's really not, right? Like, it's kind of always been the case. When you look at uh, Jim Crow laws, the church was on the side of these Jim Crow laws. They weren't on the side of abolition. And when you look all the way back at slavery, uh, the church literally changed the scriptures to leave out the parts about slaves being free. This is called slaveholder religion, and it was the start of one of the largest denominations in the country, Christian denominations. Is that Southern White Baptist? Christian denominations. I wasn't going to call them out, but yeah, that's the Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> so the, the, the so, thing is, like, the, yeah, Christ, the church has always been on the wrong side of history. This isn't fucking new. And I, I hate what happened to you, Matt. And unfortunately, I saw it too. You know, it's, it's just... Matt, I don't know if I got a chance to tell you, problems. but I saw a comedian and I just thought he had one of the best intros. He says, I had to tell my grandmother that I was gay so she'd stop inviting me to church. <laughs> <laughs> One of the uh, last experiences, well, that was the last, one of the most memorable experiences with my grandmother was when um, I had definitely been sleeping with men for quite some time. And boy. she was like, you need to go take your car to the car wash. It looks disgusting and blah, blah, blah. How are you ever supposed to pick up women like that? And I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh. I'll never pick up women now. <laughs> 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 not hey, that grandma that's tight you should leave that in man. you should leave that in your hands <laughs> <laughs> all right hey let, let me read this last meme and i gotta get out of here at Kara right. is a bitch uh who goes by the name riley <laughs> i guess she doesn't like Kara. um she said it's so weird being raised by your christian by christians and spending your entire childhood being told to care about others then one day they're just like you're not actually supposed to care about others, you stupid socialist. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that has been the arc of my life, man. I can't, I can't tell you how much that felt. Just like it rang true. Like they, they taught me this shit. And then you live it and they're like, what are you talking about? What are you, some sort of liberal now? Dude, I'm so glad you shared this. Like I, I see permutations of this all the time from my friends. I think we're all having similar feelings. Like where it's just like, when did caring about people become bad? Like, when did that switch flip? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, to completely change things, because that's what we're here for. Uh, I have seen many, many memes about folding a fitted sheet. This is an animated GIF of a cat going across a blanket. He does a twist. Walks away. <laughs> I would love to never have to fold a fitted sheet again. Like that would be the best. Just like, what do you do with your fitted sheet? Don't worry about it. And then like three minutes later, my just very annoyed cat comes along and is like, ah. I thought it was pretty brilliant. Early on. I love uh, the way this cat walks away. Yeah. The absolutely. job is done. Like, um, my job is done. That's how you do that. Now, if cats could do this, you'd be doing this. Definitely. Um, this one I, I sent around to you guys, uh, Jackson and Mark and Aaron. Uh, this was a great series of photographs. And I don't know if you guys happen to listen to the to the audio description on this, but it was part of a thing that was talking about describing photos on the radio. So I'm going to do my best imitation of those guys. 
this photograph is of Austin during the recent power outage. And in the distant background, you can see downtown Austin. And it is as bright and speckly as it has ever looked. But here in the foreground, we have an apartment building that is completely dark, including a lamppost right in the center that is not producing any light. And then as we look at the cars in the extreme foreground, in one of the cars, there's a couple and, and it's lit up and they're in there. The car is running and they're charging the phone. And these are the only lights in it. You read it sort of right to left in an odd sort of way. And just what a contrast of the power haves and the power have nots. It was, uh, it was really quite stunning. And I, you know, that's my best, that's my best description of it. <laughs> so, uh, and normally in our third act, we try to, to almost close with our uh, post with the most. And uh, I posted uh, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema brought cake to the Senate floor and voted against raising the minimum wage to $15. <laughs> and I posted it Christ. with a portrait of Marie Antoinette. I'm not going to explain it, but it's a cake joke. <laughs> anyway, also, it's a guillotine joke. You guys know I love guillotine jokes. Yeah. Um, I pasted this one around. I thought you guys dug it. The, uh, this is oh. labeled the GQP updates its logo, and it's clearly the GOP's uh, elephant. But now, instead of red, white, and blue, I mean, it is still red, white, and blue. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it has a white hood on the elephant and that weird Nazi diamond <laughs> with little combat boots that was the shape of the stage at CPAC branded on his ass. And yeah, Fucking right. the GQP updates their logo. Uh, powerful, powerful stuff. And uh, last but not least, just because I thought it was great, uh, it's Dolly Parton holding an enormous like wizards and sorcery kind of sword says, you best start respecting trans folks' pronouns, darling, or I'm going to have to make your, sure your pronouns was, was were. <laughs> I loved all of those. Like, I love the one, too, that was like, you better res start respecting trans folks' pronouns or else I'm going to identify as a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, God, I just love Dolly Parton's voice. You know what I mean? She's, she's even sweeter and more Southern than I can do. Do you know what I mean? And uh, her with a sword is just a great juxtaposition. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Hey, I got to show my more. post of the most. Oh, yeah. yeah I do let it. me jump in front and then I'm going to leave. Yep. This is my post with the most. Me yeah. and my boy, Sebastian. Oh, yeah. oh, you'll never you'll never be post a picture of your baby numbers. Yeah. Those numbers are off the charts. That's true. And I noticed you <laughs> shaved your hawk a little, little got, got fresh cropped uh, scalp there. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I am tight. All right. Great show, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, Mike. Love you, George. George. Thanks for listening to an episode of Facebook for the Blind. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> um.